0: Thank you for joining us on The Leaders' World. We are here to add value. We are here to bring transformation. We are here to share knowledge and wisdom that will bring a change uh, so you can go to your next level. Today, our topic is here you grow again, reach your potential. Here you grow again, reach your potential. And with me in the studio is Dawn Tyler Lee. Dawn is um, a change agent, she is. She is a change agent, she is a strategist, a relationship builder, a thought partner problem solver, Proven and committed leader in public service, higher education, and in the nonprofit sector. She is a president and CEO of Forest Street Consulting. She will be telling us about Forest Street Consulting because I asked her why Forest Street. And Dawn has been featured in, in, in the Business First. Columbus Monthly Magazine. And and she has had numerous awards and she has served in several capacities as a leader in the community with Ohio State University, Columbus City Schools, Columbus City Council, you name them, ladies and gentlemen, without much ado. Dawn is here with us. Thank you, Susan, how are you? How are you you doing? I'm awesome, how are you? I am doing great, I am just excited that you chose to hang out with me over here.
1: Well, I'm excited for the invitation and thank you so much for having me today. Looking forward to the conversation. You are a change agent, aren't you? (laughs) Thank you. I I certainly tried to be. I certainly tried to be. Definitely, definitely.
0: And yes, I know you're waiting for Michelle. Michelle sent me a message an hour ago. She has an unforeseen situation that needs family and urgent attention and she won't be able to make it. But guess what? I am right here and guess That's who else right. is here? Don Tyler Lee is here with us. Tell us first about Forest Consulting. I liked what you told me because I was like, wait, why do you have that name for your business?
1: Well, thank you. Yes. Yeah, so, Forest Street Consulting is my new company that I have just launched. Um, as you mentioned when you read my bio, I have been in uh, government and higher education and nonprofit all throughout my career. Uh, but last Thursday, April 1st, was my last day in the mayor's office at the city of Columbus. Where I served as Deputy Chief of Staff of External Affairs, and I've taken the leap to start my own company, Forest Street Consulting. And as you Woo-hoo! know, John Maxwell, uh, trainer and consultant, one of the principles we live by is jump, and your wings will grow. Yes,
0: and, so and I- you jumped, and you jumped, and I can assure you, keep listening, hanging there with us, and your invitation to jump is right with us. And we will be right back. For your corporate and personal needs. Leaders World Institute. Changing lives. One leader at a time. When you hear the word growth. When you hear the word growth, um, what comes to your mind? Growth um,
1: says to me, uh, being better tomorrow than we are today and being better today than we were yesterday. Um, just every day, just making um, small changes, small differences so we can be better. And that's what growth says to me. And I'm having a little bit of
0: technical issues. So I've got some help my And yes, Dawn will be joining us back. She will be joining us back and we'll be talking about growth. Um, Today we are talking about Here You Grow Again, Reaching Your Potential. Why? Because we believe in you. We believe in you. John C. Maxwell, our mentor, he says that um, God's gift to you is your potential. God's gift to you is your potential. God's gift to you is your potential and your responsibility is to develop that potential which tells us that everybody on earth has something to offer everybody on earth came with something i always tell people you are the complete package don't look for your manifestation outside of you because it's all in you we might need other people to trigger we might need other people to guide but it's all in you. So tell us about this potential that resides in each one of us. Don, do you want to? Absolutely. Thank you, Susan. And
1: my apologies for that little technical difficulty, but we're in good shape now. And I did just want to go back to what you had asked about Forest Street Consulting. So um, I did launch my own company, and I chose the name Forest Street because my mother is from Jersey City, New Jersey. And her and her two siblings, her two sisters and her brother grew up on a street called Forest Street. And while I have never experienced Forest Street myself, the stories that they tell is that Forest Street was a place where people looked out for each other. All walks of life lived on Forest Street. and it was just a place where community uh, was really community. You know, we talk about a time where everyone uh, had a vested interest in everyone else's And that experience. was your inspiration. Absolutely, absolutely. And so my grandmother uh, raised my mom and her siblings and sent them all to college as a single parent. And so Forestry Consulting uh, honors uh, part of my heritage and what it means to really support one another. Oh, wow.
0: Really have part of each other's oh, growth. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that passion with us. Thank you for sharing your new uh, move. And you told me that you're living your dream because this has been your dream.
1: Yes, absolutely. So very grateful yeah. to be in a place where I can now um, add value to others, um, but also have them add value to me. You know, we're always learning and growing and right. know, growth is not a destination. It's a journey. And so I'm just on a new part of my growth journey as an entrepreneur and um, just excited uh, to see where it takes me. And so you talked about growth and potential, you know, someone yeah. someone
0: once said, I'm not sure who it was. That was John. That was John C. Maxwell. And he said that um, God's gift to us is potential. And our gift to God is to develop that potential. And And I was, and I was wondering whether you wanted to speak into that.
1: Yeah, there's uh, someone who once said something like, you know, if you if you celebrate Christmas, if you if you think about Christmas morning and all the presents under the tree, you don't just leave them there, you unwrap them and you enjoy them. And that's what our potential is. It's a gift that God is giving us waiting to be unwrapped and enjoyed. And uh, we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to others to make sure that, um, as some say, we go to the cemetery empty. That we're we're giving everything that God has put in us while we're here on this earth and not leaving uh, this world when it's time to do so with regrets or I wish I would have or why didn't I? Um, And so it is our responsibility to um, utilize all that we have within us to um, bless
0: others and be a gift to the world wow so beautifully put you know you just said something that got me thinking about the traps that john mentions in his book the 15 um invaluable loss of growth which we are going to be drawing from a lot for this um live stream you you just you talked about how people would be regretting and be thinking I wish I had done this, I wish I had done this. Mm -hmm. In his book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, John mentions eight traps that affect personal growth, Mm -hmm. eight of them, eight of them. And I'd like us to talk a little bit um, about those traps and how our audiences can identify them in their lives so that they can deal with them. in in ways that would help them move forward. And one of those gaps is the assumption gap. Mm -hmm. I assume I will automatically grow. Mm -hmm. Does that really happen? No, growth does not
1: just happen. We have to be intentional about it. And the gaps that you just referenced come from the first book in the 15 Invaluable Laws. Um, In the first chapter, the law of intentionality talks about being intentional about growth. You don't just grow. You have to be intentional about it. And, you know, I'm leading some mastermind groups right now. And what we talk about is sometimes the idea of growth can be very overwhelming because you Mm. don't know where to start. And one of the things to do is just set aside time on your calendar for growth You know, just like schedule a doctor's appointment or dinner with girlfriends or date night, uh, a meeting for work. We need to schedule ourselves on our calendar and putting that. Talking
0: about the calendar, I was having a meeting with women um, at the end of the last year um, and I was telling them if it's not on the calendar, then it's not important. Mm-mm. If it is important, you will put it on that calendar. And That's now nice. you're telling us that growth is actually something that we can put on the calendar. Yes. How do we do that? How do we put our growth on the calendar?
1: Well, it's just like we put everything else down. And, and I think what you have to first decide is how do you want to grow? Uh And so setting that time and you can start with maybe, you know, 15 minutes a day and then maybe that will grow to 30 or 40. Uh, Sometimes we think we have to spend all this time, but just start small with with anything. Start small to start developing those new habits. And maybe it's starting with reading. Uh, Maybe it's starting with quiet time and reflecting. You know, the 15 invaluable laws of growth has a lot of great exercises in the book. There are a lot of thought-provoking questions that will help lead you to um, perhaps some uh, illumination of where it is you want to be. And so even just starting with reading, thinking, strategizing um, is something that can uh, allow growth to happen and not falling into the assumption gap that it will be automatic. You have to put growth into it like you do with anything else.
0: This is so wonderful. This is so wonderful. So if you're listening to us and you have your book and you have your pen, what do you want to do? How do you want to grow? Don't ask the question, how do you want to grow? Because your pace is not my pace. And one of the problems that we face sometimes is the comparison gap the comparison gap because others have done it. Oh, I can't do it because look at everybody's ahead of me and I can't move no more. Others are better than myself. Now everybody's written about this topic, this subject. Why mm-hmm. should I write another book? And that is one of the gaps that we experience: the comparison gap. So Don is saying, how do you want to grow? And I think that deciding what growth means to you is very, very important. Absolutely. Don't you want to Yeah, there, you know, there
1: are many areas of our lives. We're very full and complete people. Some may want to see growth in their career. Maybe it's relationships or finances or physical health, mental health, spiritual health. And again, it could be very overwhelming when you have all these different possibilities. But the important thing is just to pick one area and develop a growth plan around it, being very specific about what it is you want to accomplish, and then having those specific steps and how you want to get there and accountability is key. I don't know about you, Susan, but I can set goals and ideas for myself, but if I don't have someone holding me accountable, following up, did you do it? Let's talk about what happened, what didn't happen. It may not happen, and so you have to invite others into your growth to help hold you accountable
0: to make sure you can do it. Definitely, definitely. That is where mentors come in and coaches come in to help with that growth. and and when you were talking about the different pieces of life and how sometimes it could be so overwhelming, you know um, I was thinking about um, I do a lot of teaching with vision and goal setting mm-hmm. and yes, the wheel of life. we look at it every time and mm-hmm. I just let people know that, If you're talking about balance in life, there might not really be anything as such as balance in life, because balance in life means everything is at the equilibrium and uh, at the midpoint, and it just throws that idea, but we never find that balance. So, what are we looking for? We are looking to be in harmony with ourselves, with what we are doing, and we want to make sure that we look at our lives and evaluate. How do you evaluate? You can do that every evening at the end of your day. Evaluate your day, all right? And on Sundays in the evening, what do you do? You evaluate your son, you evaluate your, your your week and then you plan for the next week. It helps a lot. And then you decide what areas of growth you want to focus on. Yesterday, I was looking at my last three months. I was like, okay, this is achieved, this is achieved, this is achieved. And this has to continue to be done. Why? Because that, you know, it is very, very important for us to know what areas we need to work on. Otherwise, it's going to be so overwhelming. Remember, you only have 24 hours in one day. You want to decide what is your priority. And I'm looking at the knowledge gap and the timing gap as far as growth. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that, Don? Yeah, I have a, a couple things before I get to those. I just
1: wanted to chime in. There, uh, there's a quote in the book, The 15 Laws, by George Lorimer, who's an author. And it says you have to get up every morning with determination to go wow. to bed with satisfaction. You have to get up every morning with determination to go to bed with satisfaction. And as you talk about looking at your day, um, you know, really getting up and figuring out where is your wind going to be? in in your day um, and preparing for that so that each night you can go to bed with satisfaction. I just wanted to offer that. The other thing you mentioned about goals and the book also talks about being goal conscious versus Hmm. growth conscious. Okay. Concept I wasn't really familiar with before reading the book, but just to give an example, uh, when you're goal conscious, you focus on a destination, but when you're growth conscious, you focus on the journey. When you you're goal- on the
0: process and you just yeah. enjoy the process.
1: Yep. When you're goal conscious, uh, your goal is seasonal, but when you're growth conscious, it's lifelong. Uh, when you're goal conscious, you might be challenged, but when you're growth conscious, you're changed. And when you're uh, goal conscious, you stop when you reach the goal, but when you're growth conscious, you grow beyond the goal. And you keep so growing. Wow. Yeah, so,
0: so, so we want to be growth conscious instead of being goal conscious. Correct. Because true yeah. growth happens when we have that growth consciousness. That's right. Instead of being goal oriented. Yes. So that's a shift for many of us. It
1: is. It's a process. It's not easy because we've been so programmed to set goals. And when you achieve it, you check it off. Um, but Changing from a goal mindset to a growth mindset can help you to those next levels.
0: And, you know, as as I'm thinking, I'm thinking that um, one of the ways you can help yourself is to ask yourself, how does this goal tie with my bigger picture? How does this goal tie with my bigger picture? Um, Because when you check off that goal, you still have your bigger picture that you're looking at. And that bigger picture pulls you into the future. And because it pulls you into the future, you are um, bound to keep growing. Because Mm -hmm. like John tells us that, remember the law of the rubber band? Yes. Yes. You know, the law of the rubber band. Because your growth will stop when the tension when you lose the tension between where you are and where you ought to be. So you have to keep that tension going all along. Um, We're talking about, growth. We are talking about reaching your potential. I am here with Don and we are drawing inspiration specifically from the 15 invaluable laws of growth by John C. Maxwell. And we were looking at the traps that affect personal growth. And we've talked about the assumption gap. And I was hoping we could talk about the knowledge gap and the timing gap.
1: Yes. So the knowledge gap says that I don't know how to grow. And um, just building on you know what we just said previously, it can be so overwhelming. And it's just starting with one simple step. Maybe it's taking a class that you've been interested in. Maybe it's talking to your supervisor about new opportunities at work if you want to grow in your career. Maybe it's finding a community service activity to be engaged in if you want to grow and serving your community. You know, just wow. pick one thing we in particular as women, maybe men, too, but I I'm not a man, so I can't speak from that perspective. But as women, we just want to do a lot all the time. And sometimes you just have to focus on one thing and just try to do that one thing well. Pick one area where you want to grow. And so the knowledge gap, um, you know, if if we don't know how to do it, if you're anything like me, if you don't know what to do, sometimes your default is not to do anything. And so um, we need to get rid of that thinking um, that if we don't know how to do anything, we're not going to do anything and just pick one one thing. And mastermind groups are uh, a great example oh, of how yeah. you can come together with like-minded people to study a set of material. Oh, yes. um, I know you've, you've hosted some, Susan, many John Maxwell That's- trainers. Yeah. So yeah. I hope some. And just being in a space with like-minded, growth-oriented people um, can be
0: a very easy first step to take. Yes, and the timing gap, it's not the right time to begin. It's not the right time to begin. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I usually say if last year it wasn't the rest, the right time, two years ago it wasn't the right time, 10 years ago it wasn't the right time, wait, maybe there is a gap mm-hmm. problem that has it's to never, be,
1: yes, never, right it's
0: never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and also there is the, oh perfection gap I have to find the best way I have to find the best way mm-hmm. you want to talk about that Don?
1: yes the timing gap um certainly in in many things there is never a perfect time there's never a right time and uh, also John Maxwell talks about do it now so um you know, there, there's never the right time to make a job switch or maybe to move or to, you know, try something new, but just do it now and, um, you know, see what happens. Um, if, if we don't do anything, we know what the outcome of that will be. But if we try something new, uh, it may be a different outcome. And that's what the timing gap is about. And then the perfection gap, I'm sure there are many people watching who are like us, Susan, perfectionists. You want every I to be dotted, every T to be crossed. You want to do all of your research, weigh all the pros and cons and study something to death, paralysis by analysis, as they say. But the perfection gap, um, that is something that can certainly stunt our growth because if we wait for conditions to be perfect before we start that thing, whatever it is, we'll be waiting for a long time. And so that's another gap um, that we need to work to overcome that we don't have to be perfect. Um, We grow when we make mistakes and what we learn
0: uh, from those mistakes is part of our growth journey. And so- And anybody who has never made a mistake is the person that has never tried anything new because yes. every everything everything new has uh gives us the room to fail and fail fast and and then grow. Um, you talked about how Johns always says, now, do it now. And I'm looking at the book on page 13 and I'm looking at accidental growth versus intentional growth. And accidental growth plans to start tomorrow, mm-hmm. but intentional growth insists on starting today, Mm -hmm. insist on starting today. So the question we are asking you is, what is that area of growth that you've been procrastinating and which you need to actually begin today? Accidental growth waits for growth to come, but intentional growth takes complete responsibility to grow. Accidental growth waits, uh, learns only from mistakes, but intentional growth often learns before mistakes. I'm okay, Wait. How, how do you learn before mistakes? How do you do that? Is that possible? Don't you want to talk about that?
1: Hmm. How do you learn before mistakes? That's that's an interesting concept. I certainly think that there are uh, many learning opportunities um, through mistakes, and I think it's what you do with those opportunities and how you turn them around to change what you might do the next time. Um, wow. That's that's really powerful. Um, and, you know, we talk about accidental growth versus intentional growth in my mastermind class today. We were actually talking about the first one plans to start tomorrow. And one of the participants said, you know, she has in her mind, like many of us do, you know, I'm going to start on Monday. Like there's something magical about Mondays, which right. we all know it's not. But instead of waiting to start on Monday, start today, whatever that, that thing is. Yeah. Um, and, and again, do it now. Don't put off those things that, you know, um, need to be done. And um, there, there's power in that as well.
0: Yes, yes, yes. You know, if it's a book you've been planning to write, don't wait until you have all the information. I am an author of written books, and you, you just know what you want to write about. So what do you do? You start with the first sentence. You That's start right. with a sentence, you know, um, you just have to begin from somewhere and know that everything worthwhile begins small. Everything worthwhile begins small. Somebody once said that the only thing that begins, I need to research that further, but it it makes so much sense to me that the only thing that begins from the top is the (laughs) grave. They start digging the the grave from the top, but everything else that's built begins from a seed, begins from something small. And, you know, talking about um, uh, intentional growth Learning before mistakes, I was thinking about learning from mentors, mm-hmm. learning from people who've gone ahead, yeah. learning yeah. from people who have walked the journey that you're trying to walk, because cool. somebody has a piece of what mm-hmm. you're looking for, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, somebody has a piece of what you're looking for, mm-hmm. so what do you need to grow in, who, who might you need to contact? You know that might be something that um, our audiences want to consider as far as growing intentionally. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the inspiration gap. I don't feel like doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, there is. Um, you know, there 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 are always a lot of other things competing for our time. And when we have to put in the hard work of trying to grow, it's easy to say, "Oh, let me just do this first. Let me." You know, do do something else and put that on the back burner. Um, but really knowing that um, the time is now to do it and, you know, to get that inspiration. And oftentimes the first step is the hardest step. Yes. So once you take the first step, the second one gets a little bit easier. The third one a little bit easier. Right. And so again, Not to um, beat a dead horse, but I think it's so important to do it now concept is to just do it now. You know that, and, and figure out where you need to pull that inspiration by knowing
0: that you're taking the first step in the journey. Yes, and and I also realize from experience that when I take that step and I do it anyway, mm-hmm. the good feelings follow. Absolutely, <laughs> the good feelings follow. So sometimes our feelings are not uh, good coaches. Our feelings are not good coaches most yeah. times. And we we want to just know that um, if we want to listen to our feelings, they are not good coaches most times. So you just step out and do it anyway mm-hmm. and your feelings are going to follow. And when they follow, there will be what you want them to do. It's yeah. really, really important um, as far as growing intentionally. And I'm looking at the expectation gap. I thought it would
1: be easier than this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the saying, if it it was easy, it would have already been done. And so, um, you know, not to let challenge and and difficulty uh, be your enemy, but see those as growth opportunities. Um, And then also, you know, you talked about uh, mentorship, you know, just as we are um, looking to others to be our mentors, we are to be mentors to people coming behind us as well. And so that can, that can keep, uh, that cycle can keep going of people mentoring
0: uh, one another. Um, yeah, keeping that cycle going on of, of people um, mentoring one another. Sometimes I look at life as a race mm-hmm. and we are here at this time for a reason and we have a role to play. And if we look back and see our children and the younger generations, we know that we have a responsibility uh, to them. But then um, I'm also looking at the environment that we find ourselves in because sometimes the growth of people is discouraged by the environment that they find themselves in, by the people that they hang around with, by the people that they share their dreams with. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever experience anything like that or you've always been having very supportive people who are just saying, "Yay, keep going, keep going?
1: You know, I have been very blessed to uh, have very supportive people around me. And it's funny, um, our mastermind group today studied the law of the environment. And, uh, you know, that talks about gr- growth is only conducive, um, you know, in in good surroundings. And right. It's right. your physical environment, it's people, it's your thoughts, you know, all of those things that make up uh, what's around you. And in the chapter, it talks about um, we are the average of the five people we spend the most time around. Yes, yes. So if you just think for a moment, who are the five people you spend the most time around, and are you okay being the average of those five people? Mm. Um, that's a pretty powerful exercise. It might be great, and maybe it's not, and it might be time to think
0: about what's in your environment. There's a really good... Um, and, and there is also the thought that if you are the only person that's always giving the answers in your environment, <laughs> yeah. maybe it's time you think about that environment because if you're the one always giving the answers and you're not asking questions because we will only grow to the level of questions that we are able to ask. And if we are in an environment where we don't ask questions, we are always answering questions, then maybe, maybe we are not growing anymore. We want to, to, to make sure that we get plugged into an environment where we can ask questions and um, get the answers that will spur us to grow onto different dimensions of our intended growth
1: and, um, And there's, um, if I could, just quickly take off 10 quick questions that are in this chapter about the law and environment that I think are really powerful. Um, If if people have the book or get the book, it's on page 99. And these are true and false questions. And so um, you can answer these. Others are ahead of me, true or false. I am continually challenged. My focus is forward. The atmosphere is affirming. I am out of my comfort zone. I wake up excited. Failure is not my enemy. Others are growing. People desire change, and growth is modeled and expected.
0: Oh yeah!
1: And so, if, if you um, you know think about those questions, and your answer is uh, false for five. Or um, more, then um, you may want to think about assessing your environment
0: and figuring Definitely. out how those false statements can turn into true statements. Wow. Wow. Growth is modeled and expected. Growth is modeled and expected. And others are growing. Others are growing. So you want to evaluate your environment, the people that you hang out with. Are they growing? are they growing because you're listening to us now it tells us that you're the kind of person that wants to grow so the question is how about the people that you hang out with are they like you do they want to grow um does is growth modeled and expected or are people shunned when they try to grow you have to ask yourself all those questions about about um, your growth environment, and I'm looking at excited. I think do I wake up excited
1: is yes. is really meaningful too. Uh, in today's conversation, there was one participant who said, you know, they realized for about the last year or so they have not been waking up excited, and so wow. we talked about some of the steps that they could take you know, she enjoys music. And so it can be as simple as, you know, starting your day with music. And she used to um, go for a morning run and she had stopped doing that. And so now she's going to incorporate music and a morning run so that she can start her day with that energy.
0: Um, And those are the kinds of things we remind ourselves to do. You wake up excited, very important. So, So it's for us to know that the growth like we said, it is a journey and there are different pieces of the puzzle that we have to always look at to see where we are at and to be sure that we are exactly where we want to be as far as our growth journey. And sometimes we just need to be consistent in what we know we have to be doing, like talking about the person that was running in the morning and, and she stopped running and now she went back to start doing those things that she, she knows helps her to be excited. Um, can you talk a little bit about consistency? Like, do you want to talk about that?
1: Yeah. So consistency is probably one of the most challenging things. You know, I'll just use myself as an example. If I, you know, start something new I'm really good for a few days and then I get distracted or I fall off or I have something that, you know, becomes a, um, a conflict with what I'm trying to accomplish. And, and so the law of consistency tells us that motivation gets you going, but discipline keeps you growing. Ah, and so we can be motivated to do something in this conversation, um, you know, grow, but how are we going to be consistent? And you know, one of the things that happens to many people is that negative self-talk. Uh, we allow limiting beliefs to creep into our mind and our spirit. And so, one of the things that's important to do when that happens is to create a turnaround statement or mm. an affirmation, as it might right. be called. Right. So, anytime those limiting beliefs creep into your your mindset. And they uh, take you off your game. They take you off your consistency game. Um, having those turnaround statements uh, can combat the limiting belief. And it's just as simple as writing it on a Post-it note or a piece of paper and putting it on your mirror or on the refrigerator
0: or on your yes. computer. So during the day. When you know, I was having this conversation out. yesterday with um with, with with somebody and she was telling me about... um how you know some things that she's been experiencing at work and um we were just talking about attitude and how attitude is very very important in yes. in, in life and I, and then I was telling her you know what for me I discovered that complaining doesn't help anything mm-hmm. um it's not like I don't acknowledge that there is a challenge I just choose not to complain because it's disempowering and i realized it I have You know, just, I have deleted it from my life and it's not part of me no more because it's not helping. So we want to look at um, those disempowering beliefs that we've been harboring for a long time and uh, ask yourself, how have those beliefs served you? Mm -hmm. How have they served you to help you to reach your potential? And if they're not helping you to reach your potential, Maybe it's time you reconsider Mm -hmm. and it's not about what everybody else thinks. It's about what's working for your life and what's not working for your life. You know, so, yeah. So um, I like how you you talked about self-talk and positive Mm -hmm. affirmations. Whatever, I discovered that whatsoever anybody else says to us, is important, but... Mm -hmm. It's not as important as what we tell ourselves. That's right. Mm -hmm. As what we tell ourselves.
1: Yep. And one of the the laws talks about that. I think it's in law of the mirror. If you don't believe in yourself, you won't bet on yourself. And so the importance of believing in ourselves, because how can we expect other people to bet on us, if you want to use that terminology, (sighs) if we don't
0: even bet on ourselves? Right, right. Right. It's like going to your job and and asking yourself, if you were the only employee at that job, would that business prosper? Mm -hmm. It's like asking yourself, if you were to hire you, would you actually hire you and be confident that you will do the job and take this business where it's going? Mm -hmm. Betting on ourselves ourselves before expecting others to bet on us. I just like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I would totally hire me by the way, just to <laughs> answer that question.
0: <laughs> and that's because you you have a mindset shift and you 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 have uh, you believe in yourself, right? And that's yes. because you believe in yourself, you believe in what you're worth, you believe in what you bring to the table. Yes. And we all need to come to that point where we believe in ourselves so that we can add value to ourselves. Because until we believe in ourselves, we will not be motivated to add value to ourselves. And, you
1: know, it, Susan, if I could, yes, um, there, yes. there are a few other things. If, if people are struggling with, you know, their own self-image and those, those limiting beliefs, there are a few other steps that they can take. And that is, first of all, we talked about guarding your self-talk. Um, the importance of that. Stop comparing yourself to others. We talked about the comparison gap. Move beyond your limiting beliefs, adding value to others. Do the right thing, even when it's the hard thing. (laughs) And practice a small discipline daily in a specific area of your life. We talked about getting those wins every day and then celebrating the small victories. Those are Definitely. all. Definitely. And, you know, the other thing I would add is, you know, serving others. Sometimes when we're so caught up in what's not right in our lives or what might be missing, um, you know, like you said, rather than complaining, find someone else to serve or, or be a blessing to, because when you're focused on giving to someone else, you are less focused on what is missing for you. And how, you know turn that around as
0: well you know this week i was thinking about life i do that a lot i just think i just think and i think that anybody that's growth oriented thinks we spend time to just reflect because mm-hmm. when we pause that is when we allow growth to happen that's what john says when we yes. pause that's when we allow growth to happen. So this week I was just pausing and thinking about how we've all been gifted with everything that we need here on earth, but the only way we're going to get everything that we need is to give everything that we have. Mm -hmm. I I was just reflecting on that. I was like, yeah, this is... This is, this is so true. We've been gifted with everything and we have everything that we need. Mm -hmm. But the only thing that will help attract everything that we need into manifestation is when we become givers. When we put ourselves in the place of giving and we want to give, we want to give a smile. We want to give laughter. We want to add value. We want to be a blessing, like some people say. it. We, we don't wait for the other person to come to apologize first. We, we want to make peace. We want to uh, be the difference everywhere we find ourselves. By the time we have that mindset and we situate ourselves like that, boom. It's like the entire world was waiting to respond to us. Mm-hmm. Have you... Uh, Experience that? Do you want to speak into that, uh,
1: Dawn? Yeah, I guess. Um, trying to think of an example, maybe. Um, I, you know, just building on what I said previously. You know, when you're when you're focused on someone or something else, that takes the focus away from you, and you know, finding the the positive in every situation. I know it sounds kind of cliche, but finding that positive in every situation and knowing that, you know, while you're um, the season that you may be in might be a struggle and it might have its challenges, that there are always um, opportunities to serve someone else and and figuring out what those are. And in that, you may, um, you know, determine other opportunities for your own personal growth and development.
0: Definitely, definitely. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm, I'm looking at accidental growth and intentional growth. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, it depends, accidental growth depends on good luck, and <laughs> intentional growth depends on hard work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> accidental growth talks big, but intentional growth follows through. Mm-hmm. Accidental growth takes uh, place safe, and intentional growth t- takes risks. Accidental growth relies on talent and intentional growth relies on character, Mm -hmm. character, because we all have some talent, some form of talent or the other, but character seems to be something we need to intentionally work on if we want to grow ourselves Mm done.
1: Absolutely. Um, I mean, I I think it's a saying, something like character is who you are when no one's watching. And, you know it's who that person who 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 are you when you know the limelight or the spotlight is not on you when no one's paying attention um, you know a person of of integrity and honesty uh, those are all very important and it goes back to again you know who we surround ourselves with are we surrounding ourselves with people um, who whose values are in alignment with ours and that's all part of growth too um, that work that we do on ourselves, but also having people around us who also make that a priority. Um, in the the true and false questions that I, I mentioned, you know, are others ahead of you? You know, like we talked about, if you're the smartest person I... in your group of friends, you might need to find a new group of friends because you want people who are going to continue to challenge you to grow and develop and be better. And um, that's all part of
0: character building. Right, right, right. You, you want to um, surround yourself with people who will motivate you to grow and not people who will discourage you from growing. And um, um, in law number 13, John says, it's hard to improve when you have no one but yourself to follow. It's hard to improve when you have no one but yourself to follow. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I think I heard this statement about it's hard to see yourself when you are in the frame. Mm -hmm. So, um, which means that we must have role models, we must have other people that we are looking up to, other people who are examples of the kind of life that we need to, we want to live. Like if you want to maybe work on your health, you want to look at people who are healthy, People who are living the exemplary healthy life that you want to live. You don't want to surround yourself with people who are eating junk all the time and who maybe might laugh at you for trying to eat all those vegetables and fruits. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I think about um, across our country, we're seeing many cities with an increase in violence. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that that, you know, we won't get into now. But, you know, a lot of. A lot of the perpetrators and a lot of the victims are young people, you know, young men from, you know, roughly 18 to 35. So -hmm. when you think about the law of modeling, there are a lot of our our young men of color who may not see people who are doing things that will show them a different way of being. And it's our responsibilities as adults to model that because we can't expect our young people to be what they can't see And, um, you know, when I used to work at Ohio State, there was a a neighborhood uh, less than a mile from Ohio State. And so many of those children had never even been on the campus. And it was in walking distance from their house. And so, you know, the law of modeling really talks about, you know, how we have to be role models for other people. And we also have to look for role models who are doing those things that we want to do. Definitely.
0: Qualities of a role model, of a worthy, let's say worthy, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's qualify it, worthy role model. Mm-hmm. What are some of the qualities of a worthy role model?
1: Mm. Um, you know, when I think about the role models that I've had throughout my life, the consistency is that they are saw things in me that I had not yet seen. Oh yes. They worked to pull those out of me. So Mm. oftentimes moving me outside of my comfort zone. um, I was a boss giving me a stretch assignment that I did not think I was ready for, but they did. Um, It's exposing you to new experiences and new opportunities. Um, worthy role models uh, sometimes put you in rooms that you could not have gotten in by yourself whether it's literally or figuratively um, being your coach and sponsor and uh, making sure that people know of your value and uh, help propel you to what those next levels are. Those are all some of the
0: qualities that I think about in worthy role models. Definitely definitely. Somebody who sees qualities in you to help pull them out. Mm -hmm. Very, very important. As we are talking today about growing, here you grow again. And we are looking at um, the growth environment and we are looking at you reaching your potential and um, growth and fulfillment. Do they have a correlation? Like, is it important at all for us to be talking about this? Is it something we should be dwelling on? Can't we just relax and chill? I I wholeheartedly believe that
1: growth and fulfillment have a correlation because when you are growing, it's taking you to new places and allowing you to experience new things. Um, It's pulling new gifts out of you. And um, when you're growing, uh, obviously, you're you're not stagnant, you're not, you know, stuck in the same ways, uh, you're continually, tra- continually trying to do better and be better. And in my opinion, that does leave, lead to a more rich and more fulfilling life. Um, and so there is, a, I
0: believe, a direct correlation between growth and fulfillment. Definitely, definitely. Um, because... I believe there is something in each one of us that tells us we can be more. Mm -hmm. And because we can be more, we have this tendency to always want to reach out for more. But Mm -hmm. what I realized in life is that instead of wanting to reach out for more, we have to desire to be more. Because when we are more, then everything else follows suit. But when we strive for more without being more, it's like looking for happiness outside outside of ourselves. It's like looking for fulfillment outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when we strive for those things which uh, really don't bring happiness because true happiness is within. We discover that um, it's like a misplaced priority. Mm -hmm. Um, um, Can you talk a little bit about being more and striving to have more? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I I think the best example I can give is um, you know this transition that I'm making now. You know, I was in a a great career working for uh, an amazing mayor whose values align with mine. I had many great opportunities to. Uh, help lead our city and support work that I found to be uh, very important. But I also knew that um, there were other things that I I could do and other opportunities I wanted to take advantage of. And so the more uh, for me in that instance was, you know, taking the leap to start my own company and to be able to impact people around me in a different way um, than I've been right. able to do in city government, um, and so it's thinking about you know you there there are people who may not be in a bad situation. They may feel fulfilled in their career or in their community service or in their um, their family life. But thinking about yes, everything now is in a good place. But what can take it to the next level? Yes. And um, you know, oftentimes when people uh, are led to make a change, it's because they're in a bad situation. And while that certainly can be the
0: case sometimes. Sometimes change comes situation. from pain and sometimes it comes from gain. That's it, just, right. it just depends on um, who who we are talking with and um, what their considerations are. Yes. Yes. And so
1: um, the more in this case was me wanting to to step out and See what entrep- entrepreneurship uh, looked like for for me, um, and so that's that's the space that I'm in, I'm in right now. But um, we should always be striving to take that next step, whatever it might be.
0: So, are you saying that um, you you're experiencing some stretching? <laughs> you're experiencing some stretching because. Yeah. Um, there is something in, in, in your future that is pulling you and you have said yes to it. Yes,
1: there is a lot of stretching happening, a lot of moving outside of my comfort zone, but also some um, discovering of things that um, I can do that I didn't realize I could do. And so there's there's been some joy in that and uh, getting a lot of positive feedback uh, from people. And that's really what uh, what keeps
0: me pushing to see what uh, this will all look like. Isn't that beautiful? Congratulations on your new adventure. And uh, yes, thank you so much for hanging here with us and we will be right back. Thank you.
1: For your corporate and personal needs.
0: Leaders World Institute, changing lives, one leader at time. So, this is the leaders' world. We bring you valuable leadership insight to bring transformation in your world. And today, I am here with Don. Don is here with me, and. We've just been talking about uh, growing and reaching your potential. And we are drawing inspiration specifically from this 15 invaluable laws of growth by John C. Maxwell. Um, both of us are coaches and speakers with the John Maxwell team. And we run masterminds and trainings. And we do all this fun stuff with people. <laughs> All over the place. So if you would like to know more, of course, you're going to have Don's information in the in the links in the chat. You will have Don's information. I am always here. So you can always get to us to know more about this. Um, we've been talking about growth. We've been talking about the importance of um, not settling because there is more. And we've also talked about feelings and how they are not good coaches most times you want to go ahead and do what you intend to do because there is a difference between accidental growth and intentional growth and um growth doesn't just happen right don't what happen. Not just happen. just like
1: weight loss doesn't just happen just like uh Your laundry getting done doesn't just happen. Uh, You have to be intentional about it. And uh, I'm going to borrow, Susan, what you said about feelings not being good coaches. I I really like that. And it's so true. You can't always go by by how you feel um, because feelings are temporary. Um, And so
0: there's more that has to come behind that. Today is your day to make that choice between accidental growth and intentional growth Mm -hmm. and what are the areas you want to grow in the decision is yours but if you need help we all need help every now and then we all need some form of support every now and then you don't have to do this on your own and we are here to support you um don any final words to our audiences Yes, I was just looking for something
1: that I wanted to read and I should have pulled it out before now. Uh, Here we go. And it's in the book. It's from The Law of Awareness. And uh, John says, if there were ever a time to dare to make a difference, to embark on something worth doing, it is now.
0: Not Mm -hmm. for any
1: grand cause necessarily, but for something that tugs at your heart something that's your aspiration, something that's your dream. You owe it to yourself to make your days here count. Have fun, dig deep, stretch, dream big. Know though that things worth doing seldom come easy. There will be good days and there will be bad days. There will be times when you want to turn around, pack it up and call it quits. Those times tell yourself, tell Those times tell you that you are pushing yourself, that you are not afraid to learn by trying. And that, I think, is really what growth is all about, not being afraid to learn by
0: trying. Not being afraid to learn by trying. What is that new thing that you have to try? Mm -hmm. What is that new experience that you want to have? What is that new growth level that you want to push yourself into? There is more in you. Mm -hmm. God's gift to you is your potential. Mm -hmm. And your gift to God is for you to develop that potential. Your world awaits your manifestation. Your world awaits to hear you. Your world awaits to see you. There are so many lives that are connected to your life. Are you going to let them down? It's time to grow again. Done. Thank you, Susan. Thank you for the opportunity
1: to be with you. I would like to just share my email address. Um, my website is under development as we speak. That should be ready in a few weeks. But in the meantime, I can be reached at Forest Street Consulting. That's forest with two Rs. Forest Street Consulting at gmail.com. And I'd love to uh, talk with any of your viewers about uh, opportunities uh, for us to continue growing at Forestry Consulting, we help grow leaders and help leaders
0: grow. Thank you so much, Don. Thank you so much for choosing to come here. You have you're busy and you have such you know so much to do, but you chose to hang on here with us in uh, this broadcast uh, with the leaders well, thank you so much. Thank you, Susan, for the invitation and for your platform. Definitely. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about growing, growing your potential. And thank you so much for staying here with us. This is all the time we have. And we'll see you again on another episode. I'll just say goodbye and see you.
1: For your corporate and personal needs.
0: Ladies World Institute. Changing lives, one leader.